To all the exhausted village. I'm, that's what I'm going to call your fans, Kyle. The exhausted village. Shout out to the exhausted educator. <laughs> this is a Holding On To Learning LLC production. Woo! The ideas expressed on this show are not the views of their employer. Besides, if you really want to take advice from this guy, well, you should probably do it at your own risk. You're going to love the exhausted educator in <laughs> What is going on, Education Heroes? Thank you for dropping in to the Exhausted Educators Recharge Show. You are in for a treat. Freeman Williams and Reggie Milner are coming on, and they're going to talk all about expanding the village, whether it be the village that we provide for students or even the village that we all need so we can lean on each other and all get better as educators. You're really going to enjoy this conversation. But before I dive into that, let me first pause and say, happy holidays. Hopefully, if you're hearing this right after it's dropped, you're on holiday break, you're kicking your feet up, you're relaxing, enjoying time with your friends, your family, and in general, just taking some time for yourself because working in education can be a grind, it can be challenging, but take a few minutes to try to recharge your educational battery. And speaking of the holidays, I actually have a gift for you. Our virtual bash workshops are now free, completely free, all the way until June. So if you haven't registered for those yet, please do it. What are you waiting for? They're quick, they're powerful, and they're put out by educational leaders from across the country and beyond. And a lot of the presenters even provided additional resources for free, ebooks, strategies, websites, articles, a lot of amazing stuff. You just have to register. There's so much value in these workshops, but don't just take it from me. Listen to this feedback from Brian Martin, who's the host of the Teaching Champions podcast. He says, I can't believe all the rock stars who are presenting in this thing. Or how about this feedback we got from Mike from Sydney, Australia, who says, I got so much amazing value from some of these workshops, and I can't believe they're giving away some of these resources for free. Or how about Susie, who comes from Minnesota and says, I love the fact that all these workshops were put on by people who are real. People who are out in education doing the work on a regular basis. We got a lot of amazing feedback because there's a lot of amazing, quick, powerful sessions. I hope you check them out. It's a gift from us to you. Take advantage of it and share it with your educator friends because it's going to be available for free all the way until June. So go to rechargedfamily.com and you'll see right at the top, there's a button that says Educators Virtual Bash. Click on that. It'll send you right to where you need to. Get registered and you'll have access to all the 50 workshops on topics that cover everything that's out there in education. Believe me, you'll be glad that you did. So kick back, relax, enjoy the holiday, maybe watch a workshop or two, but take some time for yourself. Now let's get into this episode. Right after the break, you're going to hear all about Freeman, Reggie, and expanding the village to make an impact on your staff, make an impact on your students, and let's just make an impact on each other. Happy holidays, everyone. This episode of the Exhausted Educators Recharge Show is brought to you by Stetson & Associates. 
Does your school need some extra help in a variety of areas, maybe in things like providing supports and accommodations or work with collaborative instruction, you know, like co-teachers working together or a teacher and a para working together as a successful team? Maybe even need some help with building inclusive systems within your school. What about this one? Staffing issues. We've all got those. No matter what the questions are that you're facing, Stetson can help you find answers and help you develop a strategic plan that's tailor-made for your school and the challenges that you're facing. To learn more about Stetson & Associates, go to stetsonassociates.com and find out how their team can help you and your staff and your students meet the goals that you're striving for. And when you're lucky enough to talk with one of their fantastic employees, please make sure to tell them that you heard all about Stetson from the Exhausted Educators Recharge Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I am jacked up to have my friends <laughs> Reggie Milner and Freeman Williams on with me tonight to talk about just leadership, make it a positive impact. Uh, I think you're, you're going to sit back, maybe grab some popcorn, maybe a couple you know, <laughs> pa- piece of paper and some note, get some notes going, because they're, they're just going to dazzle you with some things that are going to inspire you and motivate you. So thanks for jumping on with me, fellas. The uh, first thing I want you to do is just, just catch everybody up as far as where you've been on your ed journey and up to what you're doing now. Freeman, also known sure. as the, the, uh, the point guard principal for those of you out there in social media land. Um, Freeman, go ahead. Get us rolling. <laughs> sure, sure. First of all, thanks for having us all. We are, we're just super, super excited to, to be a part of the great work that you're doing. So, again, Freeman Williams III, this is uh, year 25 for me in education. Um, I started off as a third grade teacher for, for nine years. Also had an opportunity to um, be a math resource teacher for um, grades uh, K, K, K to second for a year. Um, also had some opportunities to be an assistant principal at the elementary level, assistant principal um, at the middle school level, um, was a dean at um, the high school level. Um, in addition to that, I found an opportunity to be a, a basketball coach for, for over 18 years. I was a varsity basketball coach for 12 years, and um, I was a principal at an elementary school, and um, as of um, about six and a half weeks, I'm uh, currently uh, the proud principal of uh, a local high school, and um, super proud to to be at uh, Caesar Rodney High School, and um, you know, looking forward to um, supporting our families and supporting the amazing staff and students that we have there and in Rodderville. But all of all of those different experiences have all been within the Caesar Rodney School District for uh, again for 25 years. Yep. Yep. And uh, already, I know it's only been just a matter of a handful of weeks, but you're already, you know, kind of setting the setting the tone there at the high school for for the staff and for the students. You're doing a great job, man. Thank you. And uh, thank you. Yeah, we got Reggie Milner on, who is also known as the friendly neighborhood assistant principal. (laughs) (laughs) Reggie, you want to get everybody caught up to what you've been doing and what you're doing now? Sure. Absolutely. Kyle, first of all, thank you for having us on here. Uh, I wish I would have went first. Uh, you ever you ever watch the Major League Baseball games when they're coming up to the plates, the slow walk? Yeah, you walk know, up, walk you know, up they're, music. They're, they're in their routine, and then they show all, like, their Hall of Fame stats and everything, you know, 600 club, all that. That was what, what just happened with Freeman. So, you know, I'm a, I got to follow that up, up right but now. That's what we're doing? Okay, so so now we're, you're putting that pressure on me right now? Okay, okay. Well, that's the first educational assist of the night. I appreciate it. I got you. I got you. So uh, my educational journey uh, started at Wesley College. Obviously, that's where I graduated. Um, Got to student teach uh, down in the Lake Forest community. Uh, Teacher 
down there in North Carolina. I actually was in North Carolina for a few years. Some people don't know that. Taught uh, middle school uh, for a few years down there. Came back up. Uh, was a math teacher for six years, then a dean for another two. Uh, and then I have recently started my AP journey. This is year two of my AP journey. Um, you know, shout out to uh, everyone who's kind of helped me with that. Freeman was definitely uh, intricate in preparing me for my AP journey. So much appreciated to the point guard principal. Give me that assist. <laughs> you guys are both inspiring. You, you, you work together. Also, we'll give a shout out to our listeners will know Rayshawn Ward. He's done a, a couple yep. episodes through the years with us. And um, he's the three of you just do. You, you got magic. You got magic. You, inspiring <laughs> guys collaborate oh. together. I know Appreciate you've been it. working on um, you've been working on the podcast. We can talk a little bit about that. Expand your village uh, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, let, let's start with leadership because I know it, the leadership for the both of you is you have core beliefs that that you kind of drive towards like the pillars so let's dive into that a little bit and and one reggie want to kick it right back to you for this why don't okay. you start us off on that like what are some of your core beliefs as far as leadership and and leading uh staff also leading young people uh so i think freeman uh, alluded to this earlier that he coached for years so i coached uh basketball for 10 years um in my district as well. Uh, actually, my first coaching season was with Freeman uh, at Rodney. So, got me that first start there too. Look at all these assists he's dropping to me, Kyle. <laughs> so, um, that is kind of translated. It's kind of translated into like my my leadership philosophy. So, I remember when I was going through the uh, process of getting ready for the uh, interview um, to be an AP. And I was just thinking about what my uh, philosophy was, like my leadership uh, philosophy was. And I thought about this, it. what I've been doing um, for a good bit of my adult uh, life is coaching. Uh, so, you know, what I believe in my leadership role is just to make sure I'm coaching people up. You know, when I am talking to kids in the, on the court or in the classroom or as an AP or as a dean, you know, I talk about the different things where whether they made like a mistake or whether they could get better at, whether it's academic or discipline and just kind of help them, get them the tools, get them the resources that they need to be successful. And that's no different than what I do as an AP, right? So as an AP, you know, I still have a lot to learn. Again, this is only year two. Um, you know, I coach up my staff as well or anyone who comes in contact with me uh, and just making sure that, you know, if I don't have all the answers, you know, I can get them the resources or point them in a direction um, that, you know, where they can get their answers. But I think the most important part of that uh, coaching leadership role uh, is that you are also coachable as well, too. Yes. So like I said, I don't have all the answers. You know, I don't I haven't seen every scenario, uh, whether it be academic or discipline. Uh, so I'm a you know, we always say a lifelong learner, right, an active participant, a listener. Um, there's always new things. I, I call Freeman all the time and say, hey, I got this situation at work. Um, you know, what would you do in that situation? Uh, my my head principal now, she's amazing. Um, she, I call her often and say, hey, you know, the situation happened. You know, what would you do? Walk me through the different steps. So uh, in my leadership role, it's not just coaching people up. It's just being able to be coachable as well. Yeah. That, that, you know what? That's a, it's a big one. And we talk a lot about, you know, students being coachable right yeah but staff mm -hmm. in general just coming to grips with the fact that nobody's got all the answers i mean 
speaking in terms of like athletics, like take your 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 biggest athletic teams in football, yep. basketball, mm-hmm. whatever sport it is, soccer. There's usually more than one coach, right? There, there's yeah. a reason for that. We, we need each other. We need to band each other mm-hmm. with each other, and we need to lean on each other. And because there's nobody that has all the answers, so that makes absolute sense. You're spot on there, Freeman. You have anything else to add as far as like pillars of leadership? Yeah, sure. So you know, again, and, and hearing you know what Reggie was saying, um, and watching his evolution over the years. I mean, he is speaking exactly how he's um, been able to to impact folks in the different roles that he's been in. But now, I, I would just add, um, you know, I think you need to be your authentic self too as a leader, right? And so having an understanding. You know, for like for me, my mindset is, you know, it's a coach to coach type of, of mindset. So constantly looking for opportunities to put proactive systems in place. But what we're able to do with that is it, we're allowed to um, empower individuals so that, you know, at the core of it, we want people to reach their full potential. And so allowing people to be their authentic selves and then looking at opportunities to build places where we can have teamwork. And then have you know a culture that we want people to be innovative, and it's okay to to fail forward. But I, I saw a new quote I saw last week was, "Fail forward, but fail forward quickly." Mm-hmm. Right, and so yep. you know as you're as you're able to build that capacity, you know, and you sprinkle in fun with that hard work ethic, it's amazing what what you can accomplish. And so um, you know what I've learned over the years is you know you know I, I tell people too is you know what's your brand. What are the three things that you can think of that um, that are your pillars, right? And so for me, it's, you know, I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be team-oriented, and we want to help people. Notice it's we, right? We want to help people reach their full potential. So those are just some some thoughts of, of uh, our, my leadership style. And I can, I can vouch for these guys. They're just good people. <laughs> they're just, they're just good God. people. Likewise. Yeah. Likewise. Yep. Yep. Just good people. And they care about people and they care about kids. And that's uh, at the core values um, somewhere in there as well. So, you know, you all are doing amazing things. And so let's talk a little bit about, you know, so obviously all your work in the schools and so forth. Sometimes you take your show on the road. And you, you do these vibrant presentations that people come walking away like wowed and motivated and inspired. So uh, you often use the phrase expand your village. I know that your podcast, that, that the title of your podcast. So let's dive into that a little bit. Talk a little bit about, you know, the, the phrase expand your village. Freeman, let's let's start with you on that. Yeah. So, you know, everything, like we said, we talk about team and capacity. And I think, you know, when you think about a village, you know, it's it's a community and it's um you know, when you're looking at expanding the village or expanding your community, it's how can we help young people, right? That's the core of all of it. And at the same time, we're looking at, you know, there's always challenges, regardless of whatever community that you're working in, whatever school that you're working in, um, whatever team that you're coaching, um, there's always going to be different challenges. But, you know, kind of what we talked about through, you know, the expanded village mindset is identify the problem. Think of it as a as a challenge or an opportunity. Figure out who you can work with, collaborate with them, and find a solution that's going to ultimately impact young people and make a difference. And the fun part about that is when you're living in the the, the cans, right? Living in the the opportunities, it's amazing the work that you can do. I mean, I'm a living testament of of that. I mean, I want to give a shout out to there's a gentleman by the name of uh, Gene Thompson, longtime basketball coach from from Wilmington. 
Um, and he created a basketball camp that many of us, I'm going to date myself, in the 80s <laughs> were going to. But it was a tremendous camp for a lot of us all, you know, in, in northern, you know, northern part of the state up in Newcastle. But it was an expand the village type of mindset. Another shout out to my uh, high school basketball coach, Jim Duty from Newark High School. And, you know, his expanding village opportunity for me was he allowed me an opportunity to um, coach at a team camp uh, when I was a 19 year old and I coached high school. Um, and that was my first high school coaching experience was under his, you know, you know, the, the giving me the opportunity. He also gave me an opportunity to work basketball camps, which led to a lot of the work that, that we were able to do with rider dribblers and, you know, Delaware dribblers and AAU that we started and, um, you know, Kent County Parks and Rec that we did. But again, those were things that uh, resonated with me because people gave me a chance, right? And that's kind of what Expand the Village is. It's identify an opportunity and then believe in folks, even maybe when they don't see um, what they're able to do in themselves. And we work together and you plant those seeds and it's amazing how those things can be cultivated and, and again, creating change and creating opportunities for, for students to have successful outcomes. I love that, man. I love that. And you know what? One of the things, and we all have coaching backgrounds. I coached high school soccer a long time. Sure. One of the things I always think about is as a, as a coach, you're, you're looking at these are your players. You have X number of players, and you're identifying the areas they need to improve on, but you're also seeing potential. And you're seeing potential yep. that may be untapped yet, new player to your program, or a player that you feel like you can get stretched and you can, you can go further. But beyond that, you're you're trying to identify key qualities and key characteristics in them that it's going to help your team. And I've always thought like that coaching philosophy bodes well for classroom. It bodes well for mm -hmm. life in general. You know, the idea yes, of being able to take that coaching philosophy of understanding everybody's got stuff we're working on, as we talked about before, mm -hmm. but everybody's got potential. And sometimes it takes the right people to see that potential and push you further and in, into places that, that you probably didn't expect you would go. So uh, I'm, I'm definitely on board with what you're selling there, Freeman. That's well said. All right, that. Reggie, Absolutely. Reggie, how about you, man? All right. Well, I mean, I think you just kind of segue into my part um, in expand the village. Uh, you know, you're talking about, you know, someone seeing the potential uh, in someone and that's what we do, right. As coaches, as teachers, as leaders. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm going to date myself, Freeman, uh, back on the uh, schoolyard <laughs> of elementary, back in the late late 90s, early late 2000s, 90s, wow. when I was in elementary. <laughs> uh, you know, me and, uh, well, Ray, right, your favorite teacher's favorite teacher, I, I, I have to do it for him, right? Ray is also known as your favorite teacher's favorite teacher, and Shout he does the finger like Ward. that. Absolutely. Shout out to Mr. Ward. So. Him and I linked up together uh, in elementary school and, again, uh, had a couple teachers that really saw uh, potential in us. Freeman happened to be one of those uh, teachers, right? So when I talk about uh, Expand the Village, I always talk about be intentional with your interactions, right? So you have those players on the bench or you have those kids where, you know, sometimes people write them off. I had a couple tier two and tier three behaviors. I, you'll hear me talk about that Same. in the podcast from time to time. We all know what those tier two and tier three behaviors are. I had a little bit of that, uh, you know, just growing up single parent home, you know, with my siblings. I had two sisters and a brother uh, pretty close in age. So it was a little rough. Right. Um, but Freeman and some other teachers really uh, they just really cared. They just went out of their way to 
um, just help a young man who was trying to figure out life uh, at a young age, struggled through middle school a little bit. I actually was a late reader. I didn't learn to really read that well until late in elementary. And, you know, I had teachers and coaches like Freeman who really, um, you know, we always say, right, uh, it takes a village, but my village expanded is more what it was, right? It takes a village, but we always want to continue to expand. So along the way, you know, I was given opportunities, you know, you heard me say Freeman, you know, he allowed me to get my, you know, first coaching job, um, you know, kind of steered me into that teaching direction. And then from there, I kind of went on my own journey and, you know, got really deep into education and, you know, took a different route in a different district and really, you know, kind of got to grow my own. But really the only reason why that happened was because I came in contact with great educators uh, who really were a part of my village and still are a part of my village. And man, my village is enormous now. So, um, you know, that's the story that we try to let everyone know is that um, it's authentic, our story, right? Ray and I coming in contact with different teachers. And we were probably some of those students that, you know, it could be a little bit of a knucklehead, but because, you know, these teachers took the time, get to know us, knew that we had some struggles, knew that they had intangibles to, we had the intangibles and they had the resources to kind of help us. Um, they didn't quit on us. And in turn, we worked hard. Um, and I'll be honest with you, Kyle, I never thought that I'd be someone's assistant principal, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I never would have thought that, you know, education wasn't even, uh, really what I wanted to do, but, um, impacting kids the way that I was impacted was my goal after I graduated high school. And, you know, it's been a blessing. It's been an honor being able to do that on the basketball court, being able to do that as a teacher, a dean, and now AP. And, you know, uh, us three for Expanded Village, that's that's what we're about is, is impacting people in a positive way and just letting people know to be uh, intentional about the interactions with staffs, students, uh, because you just never know who needs that, right? Our teachers, they have a rough, they have a rough time sometimes too. You know, it's, it's the holidays, you know, it's post COVID, you know, life is happening, you know, they need that positive interaction that, and, you know, anytime they can get it as well too. So it's not just for the students, it's for the staff or like you said, right. We're all positive. Kyle, you're the same way. You know, every time I see you, you're smiling. So it's just, you know, spreading that infectious smile and, and that joy and the positive vibes to whoever you come in contact with. Yeah, that's a good lead into where we're going next. Go ahead, Freeman. Could I, could I just hop in too? And I, I just tell you, as you were saying that too, Reg, I think it, it just made me think of, you know, there's so many phenomenal educators that are out there. And sometimes they don't realize the difference that they're making. Right? Absolutely. So part of, you know, our message with Expand the Village is being very intentional with, you know, like with Reg and Ray, like I didn't even realize the impact that I was making. I didn't even realize I was just, Learning, growing, had some amazing, you know, um, an amazing village that was supporting me as a, as a first year teacher. And, you know, that, that's the things that we want to kind of let those educators out there know is that even on those days when you feel like, you know, man, mm-hmm. this was rough, this was, this was, this was, this was tough. But guess what? They're making an impact. They're planting those positive seeds. They're, you know, there's some young person, he or she is, is looking up to them and being inspired by, what they said, you know, those many educators that are out there, you know, there's times, you know, five years, 10 years, 15 years later, you bump into a former student and they'll say, because of you, I now am doing this. Or because you said this to me, I was able to, you know, of course, fill in the blank of all those great things. And it's, you know, I just, we just want to continue to keep those educators out there encouraged because you're doing such great work 
and we know at times it can be challenging, but, you know, again, just, just stay, stay on the grind and it's going to pay off. Cause again, there's so many young mm -hmm. people that are, um, are very thankful and, and appreciative, even though it may not seem like it at the moment, but yep. <laughs> to, to make that, that great difference that, that, that you're making out there. Sorry for breaking into the show, everybody, but I want to remind you this episode is brought to you by Stetson & Associates. No matter what the challenges are that you and your team faces, Stetson & Associates can help you devise and develop a plan that's going to be tailor-made for you and your staff. To find out more about Stetson and the amazing resources that they provide, go to stetsonassociates.com. Now, let's get back to the action. I honestly think that's probably everybody in education. We you're in the grind every day. It's impossible yep. for you really to know that the impact. And a lot of times it may be something happening in a kid's life and you don't know anything about it, but you're the freshest mm -hmm. part of their day and you come Absolutely. in and they walk out, they walk in and on, you know, just you being there and knowing you're a caring, compassionate person and you're connecting with them, trying to make a positive impact on them means a lot more than you, than we probably realize. So yeah, absolutely. I, Reggie, by the way, uh, I was also a struggling reader. And so yeah. one of the things I actually have shirt, maybe I should, maybe I should get you a shirt. It, it's, it's, it says a proud member of the crows <laughs> reading group. So way back at like, right, like, uh, Freeman way back in the eighties when we were in elementary school, we had groups, no different than a lot of times you have like reading groups now, except they would have names for them. And there were the blue Jays, and there were the, the Orioles and the Cardinals, the elite <laughs> groups. And would you believe okay. an elementary school teacher labeled our group the Crows, right? Wow. We were the Crows. Oh, man. So I hey, wear it. That's how it was in the 80s. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wear it like a badge of honor, though. If I, if I actually wasn't scared of needles, I'd probably get a crow on my, on my arm, you know, for a tattoo or something. But, yeah, I wear it like a badge of honor. Like, you know, I may not be the greatest reader in the world, but I was able to persevere. And that goes back Absolutely. to what you all are talking about. Right. Yep. with a village so like awesome. you know first and second grade was a hot mess for me and i'm pretty sure yep. those teachers did not enjoy my humor and i know that they kind of looked at me with some evil eyes often i got that glassy stare and they they were in contact with my parents quite a bit and then i went sounds to like tier two behavior sounds like tier two behavior yeah yeah probably <laughs> tier two yeah what i noticed though as i went through school was that the the teachers the staff members who took half a second to connect with me and get to know me and maybe even laugh at a joke or two, you know, with me, I worked a whole heck of a lot harder for it. And I just was just more Absolutely. inspired by them. Right. And so, uh, there is something to what you're saying. You, it takes a village. It takes a lot of people to see the potential in you and, and connect with you and push you to, to heights that, that you probably didn't realize. The other, the other piece, and I know this is, this is where I wanted to go next with you, is you know, kind of bring in the positivity and bring in the energy just so you can make that positive impact. So what are some of the things, and Reggie, we'll, we'll start with you. What are some of the things that you would say is helpful as far as like building that environment, bringing the positive energy so you're making the impact on not just the students, but also in your case, in leadership role to your staff too? Well, I think we, uh, Freeman, talked about this earlier is uh, putting the right people in those leadership roles in the building. Uh, my staff is just tremendous uh, about doing uh, climate and culture things, you know, even without us asking them to. Uh, right now, one of our counselors, she's put on the 12 days of Christmas 
and you know uh, we have a punch board for every day where we got a random generator so that you know the staff gets to go up and punch the board um you know we're hiding our our, our christmas elf around the building so our staff is running around early in the morning you know it's funny i can see them on camera as they're running around trying to find the elf in the different places so uh, just doing those things that, you know, keep the staff engaged as well too, keeping them young, you know, keeping them like the students. And then in turn, doing that same thing with the students, you know, whether that's, you know, PBIS or just having those positive interactions with them. So, you know, just trying to spread that positive vibe. Uh, one thing I always tell Freeman is, you know, when I'm in the hallways um, and I'm walking through, I got this from one of my counselors actually, uh, you know, one thing she told me was that uh, if she's walking and there's a student, she'll just say hi to them if she doesn't have time to stop. But if she does, she'll stop them and, you know, stop and say, hey, how are you doing? How was your weekend? And have a, a quick conversation like you alluded to er earlier, Kyle, like laugh at a joke or, hey, where'd you get that bracelet from? Or, you know, anything of that nature. And they really do remember. I mean, you're a living testament that, you know, the students remember that, that you took time out of your day to have that positive interaction with them. Yep. Well said. Well said. Freeman, you have anything to add on to that? Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I think a big part of it is, um, you know, like he was saying, like Reggie was saying, but like I like to call him Mr. Milner, AP Milner, but <laughs> being, being, being intentional with your time, right? And being intentional with listening and um, being intentional, you know, um, at the beginning, we were talking about educational assist. And so, you know, one of the things that, um, or probably maybe the last 10 years, I'm kind of working on a concept of giving out and receiving educational assists. And it's empowering students and staff by investing in strategic time. And so when you have that mindset, it's the mindset that, um, you know, we can learn from, from anybody, regardless of what their title is. We can learn from students too, but taking the time to, you know, create student voice is important, you know, taking the time to, you know, like I said before, building capacity, but building, you know, opportunities for, for your staff to, to know that, okay, we're going to collaborate, we're going to connect, we're going to find some of these challenges, but we're going to do it together. You know, you know, that's that mindset of, um, you know, even though it might be a challenge, we've got this collective efficacy, our belief that we can, we can do this to, together, but, um, you know, it's the educational assist we talk about, but also to one of the things that I've been sharing with with the different staffs that I've been on. Again, shout out to the amazing staff at Stokes Elementary School. I had a chance to be a principal there recently. And what we really were working on uh, with being that collaborative team, but now bringing it to the high school, it's five C's. You know, it's it's one, how do you collaborate, right? Making sure that we're communicating a, a very clear vi vision. It's making sure that we're connecting with all of our different stakeholders. It's making sure that when we have success, that we celebrate the success. I think we need more fun in education. Mm -hmm. You know, there's Absolutely. lots and lots of mandates, but it's okay to work hard and then have fun as you're as you're on your journey. And the other thing too is it's making sure that you're competing, right? Making sure that you're giving every young person your very very best. Um, and how you do that is you got to find. Excuse me, you get to find opportunities to to be recharged and find time to have that collaborative team that when you're down a little bit they can they can pick you up and so you know those five c's it's something that it's it helps with the type of success that you're having and you know having an under, a clear understanding that you can move your instructional needle you can also impact and move your 
your culture and climate, but it's about being very, very strategic with what you're doing. And it's a, it's that collective group and those proactive systems that allow you to, to be successful with that. Um, I would throw out this too. Mentoring is huge. You know, mm-hmm. those of you in, out mm-hmm. in different communities, if you're able to, to volunteer your time to, to mentor, to mentor, you know, young people, mentor people that are in your building, you know, mentor administrators, that are out there, you know, find opportunities to to volunteer. And, you know, that's where that coaching comes in into play because coaching isn't just um, on a, on the court or in a field or in the pool. Coaching is in the hallways because we know education is, mm-hmm. a, it's a, it's an active sport. Can't be on the sidelines in education. Yeah. Active, active participation. Active <laughs> participation. No doubt about it. Well said. Well said. Yeah. So you guys, bring a lot of energy, you inspire a lot of people, and I appreciate all the work you do. And Rayshawn, who's not with us today too, him as well, um, just thank you for all the work that you, you both do and your leadership capacity, but you know, just also in, in making an impact on young people each and every day. I, I wanna finish up real quick uh, with just let people know how they can connect with you, and then if you've got one last tidbit you wanna throw out about whatever you think, needs to be said, feel free. So if Freeman will hit it right back to you. Why don't you go ahead and let everybody know where they can, where they can hook up with the point guard principal and uh, sure. you know, what closing remarks you might have. Yeah, absolutely. So if you want to, uh, you know, get connected in regards to expand the village, we, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us um, on, on that platform at um, expand the village. Also too, I'm on Instagram as a uh, point guard principal. I'm also on Twitter uh, I guess it's X, but I'm on that platform um, <laughs> and, um, as point guard principal as well. And again, I think at the end of the day, it's really about staying in the lane of 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 being a lifelong learner. And um, you know, super thankful of the opportunity that I'm at now. Looking forward to continuously working with some amazing educators at the high school, and you know, looking forward to um, learning from those amazing scholars that we have at the high school, and working with some amazing families too. So. You know, we just want to roll up our sleeves and find a way to compete tomorrow and, and have that success. But, you know, I tell you, Kyle, I'm so thankful of the invite because watching your evolution uh, over over mm-hmm. your career is inspiring. And, you know, you're somebody we you know we talk about um, strategic time, right? Those educational assists, you're always there to help uh, learn from folks, but also share your expertise and, and your wisdom, too. So I appreciate the support that you've given um, the different buildings that I've been in and the work that you've done in our district and the work in the community and what you're doing with your, with your podcast too. So again, definitely appreciate you. Thanks, man. I appreciate that Freeman. That's nice of you. All right, Reggie, how about you, man? Where can they connect and closing, closing remarks for you? Listen, I got to piggyback off Freeman for off the bat. And uh, Kyle, you are someone who was always a positive interaction in my, I, I taught at She's Rodney for a few years. I left that out. I apologize. Shout out to Caesar Rodney as well, too. We'll, we'll take that uh, shout out again. Go Rodney. But you are someone who is always a uh, positive interaction, always a positive person every time I came in contact with you. And, you know, when I found out you had a podcast, you know, I, we bumped into each other. And, you know, I told you I'd be excited to be on it. So I, it is definitely an honor to be on this podcast with you. And it has been a pleasure to watch your growth as well, too. So that sentiment is definitely expressed this way as well, too, Kyle. Thanks. So let me say Y'all are going to make me blush. It's a little bit much. Thank you. <laughs> We're just trying to give out some more educational assists to you there, Kyle. That's it. That's, That's it. it. I like That's it. it. I like That's it. it. 
Well, listen, we the same way connecting through Expanded Village for me. I actually uh, I only have an X, right? Twitter as uh, AP Milner is where um, you can find me at. Um, you know, the last thing I want to share is something we um, are trying to do with Expanded Village. And just a real, real quick shout out for you, Kyle. Um, if you could just name somebody uh, in the educational realm ha- who's been a positive impact for you. So we want to give that platform for, you know, just a quick shout out to, you know, anyone in your past. We're going to do that with anyone who comes on our podcast. So on your podcast, please shout out someone who has positively impacted you in, uh, through education. Oh, wow. Throwing it right back. I like it. Uh, yeah. So I could easily go back and give you a couple of teachers who could stomach my humor and <laughs> they worked with me. As I said before, kind of connected with me. My third grade teacher, Mrs. Lane, was amazing. Uh, it was the first time in my elementary school career that I remember feeling just comfortable, right? Just feeling like she cared about me, you know? She didn't know a thing about baseball. She didn't know a thing about basketball, but she at least faked like she enjoyed it when I talked her ear off about it, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, and then as I went through, you know, school school for me was bumpy, bumpy. And yeah. high school especially was tough. And I failed some classes, and I just did – I was all over the place. Luckily, I stayed eligible enough to play soccer through high school. It was like a miracle. <laughs> but I did. And there was one – two at least two teachers at the high school who I can think of that really stood out Mrs. Holtz I was lucky enough to have her for ELA because I was not the best writer in the world I certainly had struggles with reading still as I still do today but she was patient and she would just give me time and help me work through things and then there was Mr. Tubbs and Mr. Tubbs was the guy that I needed that inspired me to figure out what my teaching style was going to be in high school, I, I started to realize some of the work that I did with like youth groups and things, I started to realize I really like hanging out with kids. You know? And then and my dad was an elementary school teacher, and so was my grandfather. So I, I, I kind of wanted to, to follow that path, but I also didn't know, I didn't know how to teach. And then this dude rolled in the room, and he was six foot three, had hair all over the place, and was just lively and funny, would stand on a desk, would jump off chairs and do anything he could to get you jacked up. And then he coupled that. And that definitely was, I was like, I took that, right? Like I want to make, as somebody who's going into teaching, I want that to be part of what I do. So as a teacher, that's what I I tried to have that piece in in the toolbox. And then there was this other part that he had. And it, it was, it, I've, our listeners have heard this before many times, so I won't go too deep in this, but there was this guy who was also a proud member of the Crows reading group way back in the day. So for years- <laughs> Shout out to we, the Crows. Yeah, shout out to the Crows. <laughs> for years, we traveled as a group, right? We were all in the, they did like tracking system. We were in the lower level uh, classes a lot of times. And so there was this one guy, his name is Jeff. I don't know if Jeff cared about school even for half a second ever. Miracle he graduated, but he did somehow, some way. But I will tell you this. There was one class that he tried in, and it was Mr. Tubbs' class. Sure. And, and it wasn't just because he was lively, funny, and all of that. It was because the very first, this was another layer, the very first time we had to take an assessment, you know, just a test or whatever, a quiz, and... Mr. Tubbs said, all right, Jeff, did you study? And he's like, 
come on, man. You know I didn't. You know I didn't study for this. He said, why not? I don't know. Just not feeling it. He said, I tell you what I'm going to do. I want you, while everybody is taking this test, you're going to study. And then you're going to go home and study some more. You're going to come back tomorrow. And I'm going to give it to you then. That kid's jaw hit the floor. Like nobody, as long as I'd known, nobody had ever like extended an olive branch to him. Right? Just a tough kid. The teachers probably viewed him as just trouble waiting to happen. And right from the jump, inside the first couple weeks, here's this guy who not only is funny and humorous and gets to know you a little bit, but he's also cutting you a break because he knows that's going to help you um, as far as pulling you in and try to help you reach potential. So those are my... Those are a few. There's so many, and then I could There's go. So many, right? Oh, I could go into <laughs> like like all of the the educators that I've been able fortunate to work with, and yeah. coaches mm-hmm. that I've had that have really, you know, it, when you talk about the village, and you, mm-hmm. you mentioned Freeman, the importance of you know mentorship. You that can't be understated. Just taking right. people under your wings and sharing with them what you know and helping build them. And as, as somebody who's trying to get better, you take a piece from you, thank you. I'll take a piece from you, yep. thank you. And you just keep, you try to make the snowball get bigger and get, make yourself better over time, so. And I tell you, like, as you recounted those that impacted you, right? And that's what those, ed- all those great educators that are out there, like, we all have those teachers or those coaches that impacted us. And it's that feeling, right? That, that they helped us with. And that's what we want teachers out there, all educators out there to, to just remember, you know, is that you're making a difference. You know, you're, yeah. you're, you're impacting your, your, we have the audacity as educators to believe that we can change the world. And even if it's a small, a small um, situation that you're impacting, just know that you're, you're making a difference. So we just want people to just continue to, to be inspired, continue to um, inspire others you know, find ways to um, recharge, recharge your batteries. And um, you've got this. You've got this. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? Kyle, I think you can take my spot on Expand the Village podcast. We, we can summon it in. <laughs> you, we can you listen. Are, I mean, we, so listen, we're, we were in the Crows group together. We could. We could solve them in, Branch. We Look, could. Third grade, third grade was when it when I really had that first teacher, Miss Grimes. Shout out to her. Then it was Mr. Harris and then Mr. Williams kind of carry us. So our stories are very similar, Kyle. So I think I think we can, you know, swap each other out. You know, you let me do your podcast solo, <laughs> and then you come on and do the podcast with Freeman and Ray. I like they'll it. They'll never we even can know. Tag them in. We'll, we'll sub. <laughs> we'll sub in. Right? Yeah, I like it. I like it. Thank you so much, guys. Y'all are amazing. I'm gonna put their uh, handles for social media and their information down in the show notes. You can connect with that there. And just a reminder, in case we have anybody new, in case Reggie and, and Freeman brought in anybody new to, to the audience today, uh, special holiday gift is that you get all 50 of the virtual bass workshops from education leaders across the country for free. You get it till June. If you haven't hooked up with it yet, what the heck are you waiting for? It's free. You can hook up with that, uh, rechargefamily.com, and also... you. you Freeman talked about mentorships. Uh, we have our mentorship program. You can find out about that there too. Thank you so much, fellas. I appreciate you and all the amazing work you're doing. Thanks. Thanks again for, for having us. And can we end with that Ric Flair? Can we can we do that? Absolutely. Let's end with that Ric Flair. Ric Flair, one, two, three. Woo! 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 Thanks for having us, Kyle. Thanks for having us. Appreciate you. You got it, guys.
Party time! It's like, oh, 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 sirens are going off in my head. We're going to try to just not be horrible. I'm watching you, exhausting entertainers. Always watching. Last Christmas. <laughs>